Tonight's Wheeling Nailer profile scored his first career ECHL goal on Tuesday morning, and it also turned out to be the game winner as the Nailers took down the Brampton Beast. It's forward Brad Drobot, and Brad, I, I, lead, I led you into it a little bit on Tuesday on the bus ride home on what question number one always is when a guy gets his first. So, what was the phone doing after the game? That thing had to be blown up like crazy. Yeah, you know what? It uh, it was blown up pretty good. Uh, my parents obviously were the, the first ones, but I actually had a lot of ex-teammates and friends from back home that reached out, so it was pretty cool. What was the moment like for you? Uh, how did the play develop? And then your reaction, and of course your teammates' reactions. Oh, well, it was uh, it was just a face-off, and uh, I got position in front of the net, and uh, it was just kind of a cluster in front, and I managed to, to whack it in. It wasn't wasn't a pretty one, but that's probably expected from, from my first one, so uh, uh, the bench erupted. The, the teammates were all really happy. I, I had some amazing uh, things that they said to me after the game, and uh, you know, it was just one of those things that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Those school day games are very interesting. Obviously, you have a completely different approach in terms of the morning, getting ready for the game. How did you guys have so much jump, though, early on? You had a 3 nothing lead less than 11 minutes in and really cruised for most of the day. I, I think it's. Uh, I think the players are starting to realize how important these games are coming up in this stretch. Um, you know, we, we as older guys, we keep reiterating how, how fun playoffs is and how it's a brand new season, and um, I think the players really bought into it for that morning game. For you, you spent four years in the SPHL, and then this year you got this opportunity, came to Wheeling Naylor's training camp, so I want to take you back to when head coach Mike Davis first told you that you were going to make this roster so much hard work and effort put in to make this team. What was your reaction? Oh, I was just, uh, I was ecstatic. You know, I was, uh, I, I can't, I don't have much bad things to say about the SPHL. It's, it's a great hockey league, but uh, the talent, and the caliber here, and uh, how, how the Nailers organization treats us is, is just second to none. And it's, uh, it's my NHL. I guess I want to say that. You said that this is getting to be that fun time of the year. What's it been like to experience this level going through the season? Sometimes you're in the lineup, sometimes you're not in the lineup, but I always seem to see a smile on your face, and it doesn't matter what's going on, wins or losses, you seem to be just enjoying life, and every day seems to be a blessing. Yeah, yeah playing the role that I uh, that I do, I, I always try and make sure to show the young guys that uh, attitude goes a long way. I'm, I'm not necessarily the most skilled guy ever, I've 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 done what I've had to do my whole career in order to play it at this level and uh, just to show players to be humble and and be happy to be what you're doing what you're doing every single day. Does your approach change night by night depending on what kind of a team you're facing? Let's say if you're going against an Indy who has a noted tough guy in Anthony Collins or Fort Wayne has Taylor Crunk who you fought against this year or maybe you see somebody like a Redding who may not necessarily have that tough guy type of role. How do you approach game by game? Well, yeah, you're always it's always in the back of your mind obviously. You try and uh, you try and do the same warm up and and come with the same focus, but uh, you know, if if you might have a fight that night you're you're obviously thinking about it the night before and uh, you know you're getting a little bit excited the night before maybe you might toss and turn a little more than than usual but uh, even playing those skilled teams you know you you can always bring that presence uh, to the team and you know that's something that I've uh, I've been willing to do this year and I think it's it's helped us.
You mentioned the caliber here in the ECHL and obviously moving up a level. What have you seen grow in your game aside from that toughness status that you really feel has made you that much better as you've gone on this season? Oh, just just honestly playing with playing with better players and experiencing the coaching and and being treated like a professional. Um, obviously, we practice you know almost every single day of the week, and uh, you're you're always going to get better out there. But you know, just picking some of these players' brains that have have been around, like a guy like Dan Fick, who's who's played upwards of 250 games in this league. You know, to see his work ethic and to see exactly what it takes to to play at this level for that long is is you know a learning experience in itself. There's four teams back battling for two spots in the Central Division as we're into the final quarter of the regular season. What's one of the traits that you really enjoy about this team, whether it's something that they do well on the ice or personalities off the ice that you think can give it an edge here and try and get one of those last two spots? You know what? I, I think our, our strongest power right now is, is adversity and, and conquering the adversity that we've faced. You know, we've we've lost arguably some of the best players in the league up to the American League, which, you know, it is a developmental league, and that's something that we we understand. But uh, for guys to, to see the adversity that we're going through and to step up and, and to keep us in that race and giving us the ability to control our own fate is just, I think that's probably our best attribute. You guys have fared extremely well in this building this year. You've beaten the walleye 5-2 to two and 8-2, to two, and it's actually been a really good season on the road which is certainly something to say you're a game over 500 is there something that clicks better for the team on the road or even here in this building or is it just happenstance for how the schedule is aligned when the winds come yeah I think I honestly think it's pretty sporadic we, you know we, we've had good games and we've had bad games at home and on the road I think uh, feeding off the crowd here in Toledo is, is something that we have a young team and I think something that they're uh, you know they're really invested in you see that you got 15,000 screens and people, uh, it definitely gives you another gear. Big crowd expected at West Banco Arena tomorrow night as well. How excited are you to see all the fans this weekend? First for the big promotion of Penguins Night tomorrow night, and also your first chance to see the Wheeling Faithful after scoring goal number one. Yeah, that's right. I know I'm, I'm very excited to get home. We're, we're always excited to play in front of the West Banco crowd. Um, we just, you know, we've had some big crowds this year, and, and we just appreciate the support time and time again, and uh, hopefully we can squeeze in the playoffs for you guys and make some noise. Brad, I really appreciate a few minutes of your time tonight. Congratulations on goal number one on Tuesday. That was really special to watch, and I know you have some more special tricks up your sleeve as we go forward in this rest of the season. Perfect. Thank you very much, Deej, and uh, hope to see everyone at the West Banco tomorrow night. Brad Drobot of your Wheeling Nailers, our guest tonight on the Wheeling Office Supply and Emission Report. We'll check out-of-town scores and bring you third period action next on the Nailers Broadcast Network.